I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The very essence of the civil rights movement was an appeal was its appeal to the conscience of those who beat us with batons, attacked us with dogs, and stood defiantly at the schoolhouse door. We wanted our enemies to know that every blow they struck was a blow against another human being. The bloodshed that resulted was the blood of all humanity. When I met George Wallace, I had to forgive him because to do otherwise to hate him would only perpetuate the evil system we sought to destroy george wallace should be remembered for his capacity to change and we are better as a nation because of our capacity to forgive and to acknowledge that our political leaders are human and largely a reflection of the social currents in the river of history whether at the bridge in selma at a bombed church in birmingham or on the schoolhouse steps george wallace and i were thrust together by fate by our personal conviction and principle and by what i like to call the spirit of history the civil rights movement achieved its goals in the person of mr wallace because he grew to see that we as human beings are joined by a common bond i can never forget what george wallace said and did as governor as a national leader and as a political opportunist but our ability to forgive serves a higher moral purpose in our society through genuine repentance and forgiveness the soul of our nation is redeemed george wallace deserves to be remembered for his effort to redeem his soul and in so doing to mend the fabric of american society hey welcome to the black Test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host Karen. And we're live on what appears to be a Saturday night. Yes, sir. Live on Saturday night. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the blackout tips. We are going to be doing feedback today. That means we'll be talking about the things you had to say about our show throughout the week, whether that be emails you wrote, voicemails you left us at 704-557-0186. That's, uh, 704 704- five five seven zero one eight six um or is it one eight seven what am i what am i saying am i saying the right thing mm-hmm. i hope i'm saying the right thing Listen, you know i don't know the phone number oh god that, what I am don't. i doing um well yeah i said it right eight six i don't know why i wanted to say one eight seven on a motherfucking cop uh anyway um you can also do stuff like leave comments on our website theblackguywithtips.com leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we're gonna read those today we got quite a few and we appreciate everybody that takes time out to leave those um the official weapon of the show is taser and the unofficial sport bullet and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is not actually from a book it's from the new york times uh op-ed uh and it was written by john lewis in uh 1998 september 16th 1998 um john lewis civil rights icon hero um you know he died today he passed today um i know last week everybody was saying that twitter killed him last week yeah but it was actually today that he passed and um you know or last night i believe but rest in peace to a to a giant um among men and women and people of um of all backgrounds faiths colors all that stuff um somebody that really walked the walk and truly did believe it and um a much better man than pretty much most of us are ever gonna hope to be come on period um and i just wanted to bring up that part because a lot of the stuff that people say um they want i think there's a lot of stuff right now that's easy 
and i think one of the things that's always easy for people it, to reach for in times of distress is vengeance you know yes it's, it's something that we all it's a human emotion we all relate to and we all can feel it and you know we we've all been there before Mm-hmm. and i think the hardest fucking thing is it's harder than it's hard to forgive people to yes, move on and i you know and and too often people trivialize forgiveness as some weak shit as something that people do to protect white people protect whiteness but it's not it's really about protecting your soul and i believe also it's about saving someone else's soul because of what they did you know so uh to see john uh lewis talk about and john lewis wasn't no like soft ass like you ain't got to do nothing i'm just trying to like he was on some like listen if you do the work if you show repentance if you do that then then i'm willing to 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 then move on right um you know this is not he didn't attend trump's inauguration like this isn't some dude to just throws these platitudes out here or whatever or says shit and doesn't live by it or, or tries to or tries to throw forgiveness out there some like catch-all that you can just oh why can't we just forgive everything like no it was very much a like if you make a concerted effort because that's really what civil rights movement was mm-hmm. it was pushing people to make that concerted effort to say this is staining your soul more than mine so what are you going to do to to move beyond this and you know different times for different folks i think now we're more in an age of like kind of hate and bitterness and and like we i think there's there's this idea that well we haven't tried hate before which we have but that like if we're violent to them if we're dismissive to them if we're mean to them then that will win the way win the day win the war um and look maybe it will maybe i don't you know maybe john lewis doesn't know what he's talking about but um i feel like there's some some there's some consideration and wisdom in the words of a man that people want to throw out there like a pokemon mascot today you know and cherry pick what he stood for but there's some words of wisdom in this person because all his radicalness all of his um getting arrested all of his uh being abused all of his standing up all of his boycotts all of that good trouble he he did all of that still came from a place of radical love for himself his fellow man woman every you know fellow people uh and even for the people that tormented him and i think that just gets lost in the equation and you know you know it's just it's an easy sentiment to dismiss but i don't think i think people are misguided when they dismiss it so out of hand it should be considered because ultimately there will be no reconciliation there will be no truth there will be no justice if we don't have the capacity to to forgive at some point you you can't have you can't have uh you can't reset things uh without that and i think that's a very important lesson that's what i'm going to take from his life no you can't and you know because a lot of people have been hurt a lot of people have been damaged by their past a lot of people have been let down a lot of that's why you have a lot of these adults with so much anger you do me fuck you forever you cross me fuck you forever fuck you forever and you like 
okay okay you say that you say that let's go back down memory lane in your life have you ever disappointed your parents your grandparents have you ever disappointed your uncles is there have you ever disappointed your children your spouse is there somebody where you have done an action to disappoint them and they at some period of time had to go through the route of forgiveness but else your kids it don't matter did they forgive you is the question because the thing is people act like you do something to them and you're just supposed to write people off forever but everybody under the sound of my voice at some period of time somebody somewhere had to ask you for forgiveness uh, um uh and the thing is a lot of people want to pick and choose when they do that like they've never committed a wrong crime like they've never made a flaw said the wrong thing you know like like they've never crossed somebody that didn't mean to cross or or did something never 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 like you were just born absolutely positively perfect and there's nothing that you ever did in your life that required some form of forgiveness from somebody in your life and for me i think as you become an adult life will harden your heart that's a lot of people like life will actually harden your heart Mm -hmm. and you have got to learn that in my opinion if you choose not to forgive cool but for a lot of people they say that but you can tell that it bothers them and it weighs them down and it hurts them and it prevents them from relationships and it breaks bonds and and it does all this damage because you are allowing this hurt and pain to wreck your soul you are allowing it to tear you apart and you can't forgive and you can't forget and it's a replaying your mind and 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 it's a very torturous place to be and a lot of people will never admit that they're struggling with this it's easier for you to say well then fuck them and cut them off and nip it at the bud because you quote unquote protecting yourself and i understand that but part of life is love and loss and being disappointed and part of life is also being hurt like like that's also the that's also part of life and living and my thing is if you don't hurt not trying to find it you're actually not living Mm -hmm. and that's very hard to get people to understand that because the thing is forgiveness works for everybody and particularly here in america particularly with slavery and all that stuff in order for us to move past that it's a lot of forgiving white people need to forgive themselves and black people need to forgive white people that's very hard to do because you're requiring a lot when you go back and you look at the history and the past and, and the hurts and, and the don't and don't be done. lost in that there has to be repentance there has Correct. to be there has to be work that like it's not forgiveness for forgiveness sake no i'm not you know i that. think that's what people get lost in is this idea of like yeah and then we move on it's like no when someone's willing to move on are you going to meet them there you know because if not then what's the point of the movement right if the whole movement is just to turn it into some type of like i don't know punishment of white people some type of like for lack of a better term cucking of white whiteness like you know it's, it's like uh you know it's like people can't it's like they want to replace the white people at the top with their own dogma and i think to see past that is so rare to see people and john lewis saw past that like no nah, it's not about us dictating down to white people like and now we the new leaders like no it, that's not what the fuck we want you know like it's about uh mitigating harm it's about um coming together um and putting yourself on the line for other people because it's not like this was his only cause like Mm-mm. john lewis was, was a uh was a democrat through and through for many causes um 
you know the other thing too is what i what i what i always think about when i think about the civil rights movement of like the peace the peaceful protesters quote unquote because you know the violence was still done to them and as much people have disdain for those peaceful peaceful protests it's so weird because what do you think these quote-unquote uprisings were like the vast majority of these uprisings were people peacefully protesting and the police beating them up and shit mm-hmm. and getting caught on camera yeah that is from the civil rights era yes and to have people like spit in the face of the civil rights era to have people you know i remember people were talking bad about john lewis when he essentially said he wasn't friends with bernie like me and bernie like i don't know him in the way that you know like he ain't really one of the crew Mm-mm. and people got mad at him as if like oh but hillary clinton is like well hillary clinton is around and within works with the cbc more often and all that shit so yes me and hillary clinton are cool yeah, i know her face i know her people right. right me and bernie are co-workers and people got very upset with that man over that and i was like you know y'all how fucking dare y'all you know um like <laughs> you you, march with king nobody marched with king more than john lewis so what like what are we doing you know that was really the start of my like oh i'm not even fucking with these burning people Mm -hmm. like like on no level do i want to be around them because i i I saw the jig at that moment but um the thing i really uh under respect about him is that he saw strength in uh how, how much the capacity to to withstand he saw that as strength and i think now people are moving towards the capacity to do damage the capacity to destroy to inflict harm that's what we see as strength now and i'm not saying it never was like that for anybody but it seems like the mainstream thing now is you know real resistance is violence real resistance is destruction real that's and if you and if you're not on board with that or if you're um or if like if that's not your go-to you're somehow weaker you know and i think uh i think violence inflicts a stain on your soul just like the people that did it to us and i think when we do it to other people it does that and i think the world that we live in this country wants to turn us into violent animals so they can justify what they do to us already like they that's what they exist in and some people accept it and they go i'm gonna become that to show y'all that this what y'all did to me and and i'm gonna show y'all how violent i can be there fuck y'all and i understand that mentality but you know i try to fight against it because i don't want to that's not i don't want to let them determine the outcome for me you know yeah and also people don't look at this but there is strength and forgiveness not trying to find it. it's real easy to, to to throw up a wall and go fuck you and walk away there's more strength and forgiveness than 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 this other shit right and people don't want to hear that shit right there is a lot of strength but, but think about how rare forgiveness is right if, I, if i'm making it, it requires up more of you and people don't want to be better the easy thing is always to hit back that's why motherfuckers worship jesus because he just turned the other cheek and nobody else can do that you know what i mean like there's a reason to it you know it's hard it is fucking hard i you know just on a uh, social level there's been people that have said and done shit where back in the day i would have reflexively snapped back at their ass been on the show talking shit about them you know dragging them through the mud and all that shit and when i when i decided to, to stop that to not do that anymore it was like difficult mm-hmm. 
you know we've had long conversations i'm like just let me retrain just let me fucking talk about this person Mm -hmm. and you know um and it took a lot to not do it but ultimately i felt like that was for the best because if i would have told any stranger on the street if i would have asked 99 percent of our listeners they would have said they wanted to hear it just to hear it as entertainment right but they wouldn't have gave a fuck about how it would have made me feel later mm-hmm. but you and justin and bossy and nick, nick jew and all these people y'all know me more than a host of a podcast right so y'all know that well at some point you're not gonna feel so good about mm-hmm. this at some point you're gonna wish you would have just you know move the fuck on or you're gonna wish that you had been the bigger person because you don't really take a lot of pride in being team petty all this shit Mm-mm. and you know it's it's been an adjustment i'm not always gonna be able to reach it obviously right. you know it's a very high-minded virtue that i think is so difficult to reach is very mm-hmm. you know like everyone got their limits but to think of a, a man like this who faced down george wallace so we don't get to play we don't get to claim some sort of oppression olympics over john lewis we like the the most you can say is well i'm just not as good a man as john lewis that's the most you can say because you really can't say i'm a better person than him you can only be like yeah i just don't have that in me because and that, and that's okay to admit but that's yes, why the fuck is. that's why the fuck he was a titan that's why he was a hero is because he did have that in him when in a world where nobody has that everyone encourages the small act now everyone encourages the reflexive clap back everyone encourages that now no one says dog it ain't even worth it walk away it's not you know no one does that anymore well if you do it's rare that you do that and you know when i when i say we'll talk about forgiving the fool i'm not saying anything that i haven't been through i have forgave and i have been forgiven Mm-hmm. so i've been on both sides of this and i've also forgiven myself which is a different type of forgiveness yeah. you know and so you know it's one of these things where it's very different because it's something that you have to wrestle with it's a quote-unquote internal battle with yourself and i think the hardest forgiveness is the forgiveness of yourself mm-hmm. you know it for you to be forgiven and for you to ask forgiveness though that's different than you actually forgiving yourself Mm-hmm. you know because the thing about it you feel accountable and responsible for your actions people but, that don't forgive other people don't forget themselves correct and you can tell that's why they're so bitter inside like if you have a hard time forgiving other people you got a hard time forgiving yourself unless you're some type of fucking narcissist which is a whole nother story right but if if you're if you're a person if look at look deeper at those people that tell you they don't forgive and look at how they feel look about at their themselves actions look how they treat people yeah. look at their relationships how long are their relationships do they have any relationships that last more than three to five years do like like do people like being around them see how they interact with people on social media and in your real life look at people around you they're like i don't forget look at their life are they happy right. do they seem fulfilled are they mad and bitter and angry like like signs around them will let you know if they are at a place with because like, like like a lot of times people to go i'm petty i'm petty i don't forgive i don't forgive but look around them and you if you paid attention i think people say this and people don't pay attention to what's around them pay attention to the company they keep pay attention to that shit and it will let mm-hmm. you know if they are actually walking the walk and talking the talk and they just mad to be mad and that's it but normally it doesn't work like that normally if if, if you are a team i don't forgive nothing never never nobody it's 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 a deeper issue that that actually needs to be resolved yeah and i'm not saying it happens immediately but Mm -mm. it just takes time but i think that 
the fact that we create so many communities formed around grudges gripes and the capacity to just uh to inflict damage on people harass people and shit i think that has just put people in a much more uh a much harder space to hear that like it used to be a time where everyone was going to church once a week you were getting that lesson of like and you gotta forgive you gotta turn the other cheek you know where there was a little bit more community you know where it was physical community so you didn't really have the ability to say i'm only gonna sit on this side of the table with everyone whose opinions agree with me you know when you're physically with somebody and you can't cherry pick the what you said you can't choose to selectively uh like share this that and the other like they kind of get to see the crust of you so you have that friend that says something you go hey hey, man that's messed up that's that's you shouldn't have said that and oh my bad and this it could be something that tiny that we don't have anymore you know people fuck up and now it's like our screenshot got this shit forever you know so so it's like this type of environment i think is can can be not is but can be counterproductive to the capacity to forgive and and the and the fact that people see two things as weakness tells a lot about i feel like and i I think this is where people always lose connection with me and you know call it the empath call it being a libra but i feel like the real revolution is uh apologizing and forgiveness because those are the two things people tell you are what make you weak and to me those are the two things that the strongest the strongest only the strongest people can do yes sir you know i don't i don't think like i i look at it as as a strength because i know there are people that i still haven't forgiven in my life i'm like nah fuck them you know and i but i hope to but that's to me it's a goal to be like to one day be able to say one day even if even if they never um apologize to forgive them on the on the in the capacity that they're human Mm -hmm. they made a mistake they fucked up or or whatever and i let me move on from it not it's not even for them necessarily Mm -hmm. it's for me to Mm -hmm. move on um and i've done that before you know and, and it's just a goal so i think that's the part that gets lost in all this shit is that in a world that sees forgiveness as weakness john lewis was the strongest among us and anyone that can't see that fuck them real talk like if anyone that can't see that man you don't know you don't realize you got the game backwards you know the ability to move on to not become stuck and fixated on this point or this like this get back because if anybody had any right to be like i'm on get back john lewis john lewis had the right to be like that you know and and i'm not gonna and unless you're willing to say he's not a hero he's some type of weak ass nigga or something then you have to admit the reason we lionize this dude the reason people look up to him is because of that capacity to forgive and because there is a virtue in it that we must acknowledge exists because we as long if we forget that i feel like then then everything was pointless i think everyone talks about white supremacy as capitalism they talk about the the racism they talk about all this these like bigger societal terms and stuff but just emotionally emotionally i feel like white supremacy uh is really a trying to turn and take and mold us into the monsters that they said we are Mm -hmm. you know and at least for me personally i refuse like that is a revolution that is fighting back that is uh radical 
is to love somebody you know that's why the um you know that's why that's why i i mean i make jokes about it but that's why that prison abolition shit i'm closer to that than i am to you know lock them all up you know what i'm saying because on some level i understand what they trying to get to is this idea of you trespass but you're still a human being and then that i believe you're salvageable i believe you can right. be you know you can be molded or uh supported in areas that would that would reduce the likelihood for you to uh commit crime that is what they essentially are saying most people don't look at it you know i laugh at the people that just welded over you like a moral high horse but on on, in 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 its practice it's forgiveness and people talk a good game but ain't nobody into that Mm -hmm. you know all right butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, we did have people that gave us money on this good Saturday night. Let's give them a shout out. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. That's right. New day, new salary. Let's talk about who sent us this Monday. Our boy Chris from Hawaii. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Triangle Wine Co. Shout out to Triangle Wine Co. Mm-hmm. Getting us through this uh this Rona apocalypse with that delicious, delicious alcohol. Okay. Yes, sir. We need it. Uh Calfani G. April G. No relation. Corey Deticula. Tabitha M. Brianna F alexis h alexis h thank you very much tanya s wonga from down under dana w samuel h jr virginia g jesse j rebecca m tiffany b jane m shirley huang esquire please make sure you say the esquire you better virginia p lindsay b alfonso m jeff f palmetto stone magic simone c became a brand new recurring donator if i'm not mistaken hey baby thank you very much simone c thank you everybody who donated we appreciate all of you and uh yeah thanks for supporting the show but there is no sunshine God is working, so I smile. 
Even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I show I hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. All right, let's get into the people that gave us money, okay? Because this is a capitalistic enterprise that we are doing here, okay? Yes, sir. This is a black capitalistic business and we are trying to get money all right uh we got i think this is a new one uh let me know if i read it before my proverbial woke auntie aunt and uncle i'm a guy from queens who was raised around nothing but my blacks after relocating to maine with my family i was out of my element for a whole last year until a college buddy of mine put me on to you guys three guys on and a slew of other great black podcasts but i love the first episode i listened to and i haven't stopped since i've gone overboard recently after my climbing the paywall and re-watching old movies such as almost all the marvel ones just to hear the reviews and now i'm revisiting the game of thrones reviews as well hey oh. get that money worth y'all two have kept me sane and black in maine which is a tall order at times it seems thanks thanks thank you for the laughter the nuance and all the little lessons i store away to even share with my little one every one day uh peace k lewis thanks k lewis thank you uh been too long five stars five um, heart emojis from g benton 14 that's it five heart emojis you you ain't got to say words y'all we don't even need words anymore emojis is fine with us five heart emojis works to me okay uh rod and karen are my sunshine this is from fist of bucho who says love hearing these two whether with guests or without bring a perfect mix of funny fun and incisive commentary on the world as experienced through their eyes and ears yeah someone was telling i was talking to a friend the other day and uh, i was talking well chris lambert y'all know him i was talking to chris the other day and we was like and he was like yeah y'all been killing it on the show for like a, a minute now a long time and i was like yeah you know the pandemic we've been able to get real good guests and stuff and he was like no i just mean with y'all too like y'all just been doing a great job um he was like i don't know y'all just hit y'all stride and i was like you know what thank you i'm gonna take that compliment mm-hmm uh in the 15 years of listening to the podcast sometimes 10 hours a day i've checked out many hundreds of different shows and tbgwt is consistently one of the very best around every time i put one of their episodes on suddenly the world seems like a better place even when they're talking about how jacked up the world is and it also doesn't hurt that they are hot thank you yes thank you we are hot baby that's what i keep hearing rod and karen are hot that's what they keep saying in these streets uh we got some five star reviews on stitcher i don't know why y'all was like stitcher this week we doing it come but on thank you stitcher okay we appreciate y'all ancient f says five stars intelligent engaging entertaining it's your man ancient future here i've been listening for a long time and i admit to have been slipping on the reviews but my favorite country cousin karen has made me sit down to give you all something back for what you give us all i can say is you guys keep me in stitches make me think deeply and give me plenty of ammunition to fire back at these crazy ass white folks i'm surrounded by you have me researching how to start my own podcast there's so much going on here in louisville kentucky but the media outlets here for us are steadily shrinking anyway thank Thank you so much for what you do and much much more success p.s go get you one of those covid19 business loans and expand can you imagine a rod and karen tv show uh you know what yes i can't imagine that i don't know what it would look like necessarily but mm-hmm. yeah 
we could be like you know the married southern well actually it would be nothing like it then uh these and Mero, okay uh i was gonna say i love they podcast tv I show do. uh anyway five stars uh, oh and the ancient future left another one says the bomb uh and another one just want to hit you with one more since i fell behind love y'all peace come thank on, you take 10 come through extra five star review uh sammy g says the best podcast on earth okay i know i was supposed to do this a while ago i've been listening for at least five years so here it is my five on it this is the best podcast i have ever listened to and i'm always twitching in anticipation for the next episode thank you so much for being so great at what y'all do i wish there was more black podcasts like y'all my other fave is so well spoken they are not as consistent but they do some great stuff maybe you guys could bring them on i would literally die if this happened thanks again oh thank, thank you 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 know we always listen to a whole lot of podcasts yeah, and I think I, you know i think that's my first time hearing of so well spoken me too so but i'll make sure to try to check it out toy edmund says the great the greatest podcast ever hey y'all uh, it's toy i'm finally able to leave y'all a review i'm i've given up on waiting for spotify to get their lives <laughs> <laughs> anywho this is the best podcast i've ever listened to i love that comedy and nuanced view on all things black culture lgbt news politics etc rise impressions are hilarious and karen's laugh makes me laugh even harder especially in the background of their this too much episodes <laughs> this podcast gives black people a little bit of everything i tell everyone i can about their podcast they also allow me to be their guest on the medium talk episodes so yes it was it was a great interview i hope you guys check mm-hmm. it out so i can share my book and the story of domestic violence to bring awareness i can go on and on about how amazing they are well you're amazing thank toy you. thank you so much for listening thank you for sharing thank you for letting me interview you all that good stuff um speaking of what y'all had to say let's get into y'all comments on the blackguywhotips.com website where each episode you can leave comments under we did four this week uh the first one was a feedback episode 2138 brilliant hilarious engaging authentic five comments whitney osmodius says uh central park karen should get whatever punishment law enforcement would give a black person who did what she did i personally would like to see the see consequences for racist actions i hear you um Mm and i think at this point it really just determines what how you feel and what you think consequences means so if consequences is the system that we feel unfairly uh over incarcerates black people would should unfairly over incarcerate her i understand that that's no kind of the eye for eye thing um uh i think christian cooper basically says her name is trash she she lost her job you know I, did she get kicked out of her building i know she got her dog back but um you know if that's where he stops that's where he stops it's really uh you know for him that's enough but for somebody else it might not be enough and you know that seems where the whole conflict between people people's uh discussion of what he should be up to and what you know what they feel like should happen that seems to be the whole conflict but honestly the criminal justice system quote unquote has enough evidence with or without that man 
to convict this woman right and i'm fine with whatever the system decides yeah d ramsey aka mother jenkins says i'm playing catch up on with episodes i love episode 2135 with frankie french toast not her real name she was magnificent i know that the past four years of me turning into tuning into the podcast have provided me with information and insight into various social political and community issues thanks d ramsey mm-hmm. uh monica says how dare you rod and karen how dare you talk to me like you know me you're not my parents you were talking about people who can't be in silence with themselves as i was listening to you while listening to npr while doing the dishes while doing my laundry while waiting for the water to filter while i was making lemonade all at the same time that doesn't mean i can't be in silence Harumph. just kidding <laughs> just kidding that definitely is what it means it's something i've struggled with that's why i fall asleep to your podcast or others sometimes i really like hearing about how you both use counting to calm your mind and bring yourself back to the moment i'm going to explore the idea of micro meditation i'm not consistent enough with regular meditation yet micro meditation might be easier shorter yeah, it's shorter shorter periods of time and work your way up i guess yeah you, yeah it, you know it's, it's an exercise because it's almost something if you're not accustomed to it yeah five seconds 10 seconds 30 seconds and next thing you know you're doing a minute next thing you know you don't switch it to five or ten like it is a gradual process particularly if you have a brain that constantly runs all the time kim doc says i fuck with all well i fuck with all of y'all a host of truly beautiful people very grateful for this community oh that's just a very nice thank you very nice comment sweet eve says arby's is still delicious and there was a line in the drive-thru the last time i went oh listen i never said there's not a line in the drive-thru i said there's never a line inside the reason there's a line in the drive-thru is because they have to make everything to order because no one ever orders there (laughs) so (laughs) literally if you order a roast beef sandwich they have to start cooking the roast beef as you're waiting in line so you have to wait 30 minutes for them to roast the beef or whatever that's that's very (laughs) that's not unusual at all bad service can create a good line no lack of customers can also create a good line in fast food you know you know like the line is never long like when the line is long at popeyes we all know because it's bad service right like we're like the good food is delicious but also they had a the worse service the line is long chick-fil-a is because everybody wants some chick-fil-a and they can have people outside taking your order in the middle of 103 degree heat yeah, they don't yeah, care they'll be out there walkie talkies relay teams snipers on the roof yes they got all of the shit but they gonna have a long line because people love chick-fil-a um but you know when the line is long at arby's it just means two people want at arby's uh anyway the poll was have you made any friends in the tbgwt community yes not yet or i don't know how to make friends karen have i made any yes i have made friends i have too some of my best friends now yes yes Mm -hmm. 23.6% say yes 30 uh 46% say not yet and then 30 and a half percent say i don't know how to make friends which i understand okay it's hard if you don't learn at a young age how you supposed to learn as an adult and these motherfuckers are not as friendly once they get to be grown uh mm-hmm. <laughs> episode 2139 public debate we had four comments on this one um 
kim says karen you spoke the truth about weight i thought my mama and her family were the only ones like this it drives mm-hmm. me crazy and i have told her so many motherfucking times to stop that you're right, right. you know what you look like i don't need nobody to tell me that the thing mm-hmm. is she ain't small but that is her go-to she's 76 now and ain't changing but i will let her know how i feel when she says something foul Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and don't care nothing about your little hurt feelings you know because it comes to a point where you have to kind of stand up in your truth and become an adult because to most parents you know no matter how old you are you still quote unquote their child and that's understandable some parents never allow their children to grow up mm-hmm. you know they still feel like that they can boss you around and, and quote unquote tell you what to do and and particularly most black people have been taught we do th- certain things out of respect which is cool but i can respectfully tell you that you get on my motherfucking nerves and you need to chill out because now mm-hmm. we grown you don't wipe my ass you don't you know you, you're not you, there's no shelter here uh I, I can do my own thing you know and i think sometimes for some parents that's a very very hard pill to swallow miss barnes 72 says weight is a sore subject with me and my family i was always the heaviest in the fam in my family no matter how active i was my grandmother would ask me all the time how much did i weigh the failed dies the starving making myself throw up the self-doubt it was awful i never have understood how people can just comfortably open their mouths and say foul shit about someone who has gained weight it's disgusting right because you don't never know what they're going through you really don't it's just so weird how much people think other people's bodies are their business like i can see even if like i don't like i don't know it's just so weird because it's like it's like it's personally offensive to them to look at someone else but it's like that's not you no one's making you do shit so like if you think the only kind of person that you know is acceptable weighs a certain amount of weight you don't like then you can date that kind of person you can be that kind of person you can do all this shit but to like put that pressure on strangers on every celebrities everybody it's such a weird thing to want it's a form of judgment at the end of the day i mean obviously it's a form of judgment yeah a lot of people do that they don't even know why they do it and some of these people that are quote unquote are small and picking on you have struggled with the same thing there's some of them a lot of them are just on the other side now so now since i'm on the, on the other side i can dish out the the pain and the hurt that was uh poured upon me because that's quote unquote part of the process yeah i remember i had a friend he smoked cigarettes and um <laughs> i think i said it on the show a long time ago one of my theory one of my random thoughts so i was like fat people and people that smoke we should just be cool with each other it really is no need for either one of us to be judging each other Mm-mm. you know like you want to inhale smoke and fuck up your lungs i want to eat loaded nacho cheese fries what the fuck is the problem like let's let's kick it like you know but but instead because people that smoke a lot of times smoking can actually keep you from gaining weight mm-hmm. and so you'll have people that look at somebody that's smoking and be like there's nothing wrong with that because they look the right way correct you know what i mean <laughs> in their minds themselves yeah quote unquote they look the right way you know i remember like I, I i hated that she even felt the need to do it but like lizzo put out a video uh maybe a month ago of just a year of these workouts she does in her backyard on her deck and shit and you know it's like sped up footage you know of the like time delay shit and it's like yeah i mean one anyone that's ever seen her perform knows lizzo works out you have to do in order to to do that and still sing at right. the level she sings you have to and be think about some form of an athlete. right yeah. think about what it is because it's not that she does that once a month she does that shit several times a week travels between the times like she clearly was in shape she just wasn't she didn't look right quote unquote 
and so people that probably would could not be in as good a shape as her would, was shitting on her because it's like i look different than you therefore you need to listen to my advice or you know why you gotta wear a bathing suit it's like what if somebody like it who gives a fuck yeah and it's also one of the things like you said she's in better shape it's like oh word could you do half the shit she does no right you know but she don't the thing i'm saying is it's to me it's a little sad she shouldn't even have to put that video out Mm-mm you know what i mean like it's kind of obvious she's an athlete because because look what you do and you're entertaining and who cares how you got there Mm -mm. you know because if you make it seem like it's out of concern but you don't love lizzo you don't even know her you know that's a stranger to you you know you don't know her any more than some stranger walking down the street and you still would feel very judgmental about her so yeah weight is such a weird thing it just triggers people monica said and the most triggering thing is if somebody is fat and they don't just fucking hate themselves for it Ooh, that burns people up yeah. i don't know why you love yourself being fat they act like something is like it's a mental disease or something and you're like no i like my body the way it is especially if it's a black woman they fucking like it's like the the, the devil just jumped up out of them also what the fuck no and that maybe it's because you know historically black women's bodies have been so um so they've been owned they've been property they've been so heavily critiqued they've been demonized for for at once not being like a white woman's body but at the same time we praise white women for having the 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 figure we attribute to black women so it's just very it's like such a weird thing so maybe that's part of it too but man i i really hate it monica says i find the idea of having public debates on tv again intriguing those debate programs from the 60s and 70s were quite long in duration and today i think they've been replaced with talking heads and sound bites on some news networks and maybe the sunday morning politics shows but these seconds uh seconds long back and forth are no longer proper debates they end up being just quotes in search of virality it's only talking not listening yeah you know what i would compare it to it was like um we it's like we have turned the game of basketball like let's say long form debates used to be like watching a two and a half hour game of basketball as i guess at some point people went this is boring i don't want to see this blah 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 so what happened instead is that they said well what do you want to see it's like i like the dunk contest and so we have just turned basketball into the dunk contest and then this is like what happens is if you make everything the dunk contest everything has a lot less substance you know the 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 tone the pacing like lebron james is no longer the best player in the world if the basketball if the entire game of basketball is just a dunk contest then then we're like yeah uh vince carter is the greatest basketball player to ever play uh michael jordan is, is up there but he ain't he ain't the top no more you know that kind of thing that's what it feels like we did to public discourse where it's like okay but how can we turn this into a 30 second clip back and forth dunk contest where at the end of it we go ooh, don lemon zinged him and that has replaced what we used to have public debate correct um someone sent me a um link to a podcast it was like the dark horse podcast and it had all these black academics uh this round table quote unquote talking about the race problem it was two hours long the only problem was i thought it had too many people on it, it had like six or seven different people talking when it should have had about two or three um but the point being it was a it was a rigorous discussion that you know i didn't really agree with a lot of it or you know because it had certain 
conservative type leaning black people you know when you're talking academics it's really um for aloof it's very aloof they're very distant from the problem that's not they're not they don't really see the humanity in the problem they might cherry pick a couple anecdotal examples but they don't really see the people as human they see this is a problem to have things prescribed to it right and i'm listening to them and whatnot and it but it but there was something about it where i listened to the whole two hours because i was like oh cool a long-form discussion on a long-form problem you know i don't want to see you try to wrap up race in 10 minutes it's never going to be able to you're not going to be able to touch it in any you know in any uh way that actually um is tangible agreed um so yeah do we do we no longer have the attention span for watching long in-depth discussions not on network tv television but the rise of podcasts and digital presentations and workshops especially during the pandemic lets me know people will show up for listening there's a company called intelligence squared that has been hosting live debates all over the world since 2002 hmm okay i didn't know about that Mm -hmm. they post all the debates on their youtube channel they even have some virtual ones on there now i always wanted to go on there they were usually hosted at nyu but i never got to go you reminded me of them public debate still remain kind of a niche event that makes sense yeah i mean that's the thing is it it, i don't know that a public debate is ever going to be better tv than the bachelor you know for like for what tv is trying to do and what a debate is trying to do like the goal is to get you to watch between commercials but whether or not this dude is gonna cheat or has some racist tweets or whatever is much more compelling than sitting down and watching Tanahasi Coates and um that McWhorter McWhorter do go back and forth about race. Most people are going to tap out. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, uh, Kyle Quero knew exactly. Oh, okay. So Evie says Kyle Quero knew exactly what he was doing. He just didn't expect the backlash. He is trash for that. I don't even remember who Kyle Quero is now. You remember who that was? You know I don't. Man, it's been a... Oh, it was the dude talking about Jill Scott. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? He pissed the whole internet off three days later. I'm like, who the fuck? Who? And he played football and I don't know who he is. You know I'm always... You know my answer is who? He got to get better at football for me to keep up. Um, Would you like to see a return to public debate on TV? Yes, no, or I don't care either way. Karen? I don't care either way. All right, Karen's in the 30%. I'm in the yes category, so 55% of people want to see it, and 15% say no. And I would like to see, maybe Netflix could just do it or something. Like, I just want to see it, man. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an audience for this shit. I don't know. Uh, Miss Barnes says, absolutely, social media has gotten folks so complacent to say any old crazy thing behind the keyboard. If there was a face-to-face discussion, I promise it would change the course of the conversation. I Mm -hmm. think so, too. I think so too i think also some of these ideas they fall flat upon rigorous examination or when you start asking for long form discussions and i think that's a very telling thing about these ideas and how 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 unsolvable some problems are but also how 
how bombastic people talk online when they when they really know the reason they can say that is because they they don't have to have a solution they don't have to have a reality they can just throw it out in the theory in the ethereal space of of social media or the internet and just walk away like yeah what what about it no explaining no in-depth no critical thinking yes yeah i would love to see some of this stuff have to be fleshed out and for you to and for if you don't have an answer for us to see it and be like oh okay they don't have an answer beyond this you know to have some because it's different in an interview where the interviewer is trying to help you you know i do interviews on our show i'm always trying to help the person i'm interviewing i'm not i don't really do hostile interviews so Mm -hmm. if they seem like they don't got an answer to that all right cool we got to move on you know i'm not gonna stop you and be like well i need you to figure this out right so but in a debate it's the opposite your your opponent in that debate the person on the stage is is gonna try to be like "Hey, hey this is the weakness in your argument you know like you gotta fashion something out of that so anyway 2140 reagan returns our girl reagan gomez came back on yes she did you know come through reagan gomez or begging gomez as i like to call her um but yeah we had a great conversation with her we got some comments cheyenne new says i think karen's words will help me a lot in the future dividing my expectations of marriage from reality and realizing film tropes aren't real life was definitely a wake-up call Mm -hmm. i didn't even realize that every marriage is different until i heard her say that which is absolutely insane anyways thanks for the common sense supreme karen thank you yeah um it's so weird because i I learned that the hard way like 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 i don't as uh, me as being a woman it is amazing how many women get particularly newlywed women particularly when they get younger get married and just do ridiculous shit because it's the way you thought it's gonna be i'm gonna be like my mama if my mama was stay at home wife you know sometimes some women go that route because that's what they think they're supposed to do they think if their mama worked from home and cooked and cleaned and took care of the children you know why their husband better did nothing they'll take on that trope it's like instead of trying to figure out what works best for you and your mate you know i've seen even some family members where you know they're they're having this burden and they're going through this stuff and they actually got to make the cares mm-hmm. and it's very i don't know what's happening over here my computer went down oh um, okay <laughs> <laughs> no your light went off over there and everything okay I'll go ahead yeah. the, the the sound is still on okay okay you send me yeah where you know they have you know a mate you know mate that cares about them and the mate that will be willing to do more but they just have to be vocal and demand and actually just ask like you know and sometimes women are afraid to ask men for help because they don't know how the man is going to respond a lot of times either and so you know most good men loving men and kind men uh especially if they love their spouse actually want to help with the kids actually want to help and some women you have this thing my mom always did it so you have this pride sometimes as a woman is if i don't cook and clean and take care of my kid if i don't do this i have failed as a woman that's not true you're fucking exhausted and then when your mate wants to wants to be intimate with you you're tired because you're you know you've been working for like 14 hours 15 hours 20 hours go to bed and you just want to sleep you don't want to actually be intimate with your mate but being intimate with your mate is a part of the relationship too yeah and men have a checklist in their head too from all this bullshit expectations and stuff we've been taught so you end up with men that think you know uh marriage is just about sexual performance um it's just about how much um hold on a second let me pause this so yeah men believe in gender roles and stuff like that too and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of times it ends up being destructive to the household because you end up with men tying their egos and stuff like 
how much money they bring into the house um materialistic shit what kind of having a job what kind of job uh you know uh all these physical attributes and being emotionally distant and all this different stuff and you know just i'm just gonna watch football in the man cave and you know the keep these damn kids out of my way and 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 it all hurts uh men in these situations um and it's it's mostly harm you're inflicting on yourself and i think also it teaches women don't stand up just do just do the work just do this do the you know a good woman would do blank and these these weird archetypes that are based on white supremacist patriarchal capitalist ideals that's been happening since we were fucking like you know since slavery and shit where a white man earned all the money his wife was expected to fucking do all the shit in the house because that's how much white men used to make at the time and white men were the only ones that could have jobs Mm -hmm. and all this shit and then just the world changed where two people in a household don't have jobs they're probably not doing too well Mm -hmm. um you know um where child care is more than a woman's job it's the only it's not the only thing she's responsible for anymore so you just end up with all these different situations that people still want to treat like the old school situation Mm -hmm. and i think that's why you have people that think marriage is still you know that they keep trying to make it and keep trying to turn it back into that and that's what happens yeah and also i am thankful for people fighting to change the definition of marriage i'm just keep that real i'm 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 here for people saying no 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 this normal shit is not a marriage like marriage has all types of definitions marriage has all types of meanings not even just marriage like relationships like it's also like it it reminds me of the book the book conflict is not abuse and she talks about one of the mistakes she thinks that a lot of lgbtq people made when pushing for marriage equality is that it then reframed a lot of lgbtq relationships that had broken the mold of patriarchy that had broken the mold of monogamy broken the mold of uh you know marriage and it turned people into like it's not respectable if it doesn't turn into man woman or some or man man or woman woman or trans person like one person one person monogamous relationship is the goal and so the limits of the definition of marriage fucked it up for in her mind like this is this now has pushed us back it's some like yes we should be had a right to get married all that stuff but also in the right to get married we turn into the pursuit to get married and once it turns into the pursuit to get married is marriage actually a happy making initiative for everybody is this a thing for everyone to want and i, I mean it's just deep questions like that and um as cheyenne new said you know karen uh karen said every marriage is different and i think that's true like every person is different so how can two people have the same relationship as two different people that doesn't even make sense yes, so because yeah. everybody you and your your significant other spouse or, or or a group of people all have different life experiences than your parents you literally were raised in different generations right so your expectations and what you think that your partner partner should be and all like like the definitions have changed Mm. so why would you expect to have this exact same marriage as somebody else and it's because we get taught this shit because we all get taught the same fairy tales we think that that's right and then and then we punish ourselves make ourselves feel like failures for not living up to this you know if you get divorced you don't if you uh you have a child and you're not married if you have a child and he leaves if, if like it's just all these different things it's like that doesn't make sense everybody's life is fucking different yes, no it it's is. not gonna flow together in this perfect harmony 
of of foreverness for uh, for two people forever yeah and also the thing is it quote, quote i'm gonna say quote unquote even if it's something where the the um roles reverse where the woman actually makes more money than the man the woman actually works outside of the house the man mm-hmm. is at home all of a sudden he's less than the man right yes yeah, all these weird just weird shit that don't have nothing to do with just like lizzo's body and and all this stuff mm-hmm. it doesn't really have much to do with other people but we keep inserting ourselves that's why people got so obsessed with will and jada is because we want to we want to peek into their life to see what it says about our own miss barnes says one of the many beautiful things about this podcast are the guests that you bring mainly because i learn something new every time sadly i had no idea who reagan gomez was but as she was talking i was thinking to myself damn she sounds so much like roberta from the cleveland show i'm subscribing to a podcast and adding queen sugar to my watch list thank you again for highlighting talented folks like reagan absolutely mm-hmm. big fan yes um uh trey says hey rod and karen thank you so much for having reagan on she was such a great guest and a breath of fresh air hashtag zaria peterson hive i feel for her and every parent and teacher out there deciding on whether or not to send their kids back to school me too baby i don't even have kids and it has my nerves bad lol Mm -hmm. hopefully parents will do what they need to do to keep their kids safe we can only hope on will and jado jada on will and jada kudos to them for being open and honest about their relationship i'm still shocked that they were willing to be that open about their relationship because they could have easily ignored it a lot about it yeah and that's you know and honestly just depends on what you're projecting because none of us know the truth some people think they did get up there and lie so i don't even you know i don't even know that they told the truth it i know how it felt to me and the way that i'm projecting on the shit but i'm smart enough to know i don't know what the fuck is going on and yeah nobody does yeah but see that's the thing a lot of people think they do it's why i don't really like discussing it with people because they really will sit up there and tell you as if you fucking are insane and just came up with these theories it's like we're all coming up with theories none of us know shit you know anyway it definitely seems like they took the time to sit down with one another and really define what they know their relationship is that is very powerful when you think about it in the end it seems they grew from it emotionally so again kudos to them yeah man like i said i i i do uh at least from what they told me what they told the world it seemed to me like more believable than this alternative where they have an open relationship with all these ndas and that no one's ever snitched because i think if that was maybe like i said this is me projecting i think if that was the truth they would they would have came out and said that i just think it's easy i think it's an easier sell when everyone already thinks it correct because there's no like honestly people would almost be bored if they would have came out and said we're just in an open relationship y'all this is just so one of the one of our jump offs just acting stupid yeah everybody, Back to normal. Womp, womp. Er, yeah, everybody would have been like well that's what we've been said now you know but i think in a weird way it's disappointing to people because they built them up as just like this is how you run an open relationship mm-hmm. no one ever knows their business they've been going around fucking and sucking everybody and it's just as quiet as kept and and when that didn't happen it's like well damn i've been saying that this is what open relationships look like and these are two of the most well-liked beautiful people in hollywood and they just said it was some quasi cheating type shit well then fuck them you know so i don't like i said i don't put a lot of hope and faith in celebrity anyway but Mm -hmm. it just all feels like we're projecting i don't think i know anything more about them than what they said in the interview right you know and i watched the interview i watched the whole thing so 
you know it just i I still didn't walk away like and now i figured it out i was just like i don't know maybe they telling the truth um finally i hope reagan gets to direct more tv series i remember her talking on twitter about shadowing the legendary director julia julie dash on the queen sugar set her show idea she mentioned sounds dope i could definitely see it on freeform or the cw hope it gets greenlit asap peace thanks again rod and karen trace windu thank you thank you the poll was which was your favorite okay girlfriends moesha sister sister that's so raven the parkers or living single karen girlfriends girlfriends is karen's favorite out of all those you said girlfriend girlfriends uh-huh. moesha sister sister that's so raven the parkers or living single living single oh okay 63 percent of the audience says living single and i'm with that 63 percent. i think of my favorite that was that see the living single was my my favorite uh and those are just the ones i could shows i could think of on top of my head and seen, that were led by black women specifically yes and i've uh, watched some of the other ones and i enjoyed some of the other ones but if i had to really think out of that group the one that i actually watched the most and i watched some of those other ones not all of them but some of the other ones more than others uh, because it was just something about living single that just i, I just loved that series yeah kim doc says if only we could relive this era of television all over again truly innovative thinkers that even inspired whites to knock off their concepts <laughs> uh and says the only option is living single yeah it's just interesting because i don't maybe now we're starting to have that look at this multiple shows about black women that have black women leads like now i think we're there you know i but the but the thing is they're not sitcom-y it's more like drama and hbo and freeform and all this stuff but i am glad that that era is coming back it's just different you know nothing never repeats itself so you know i'm glad that it's coming back though that we have this this time uh all right let's get to the last episode of, of the week no shame day 2141 with our girl bossy ickpe yes we enjoyed bossy um jl Covan says love the discussion on hillary versus biden i'm fine with biden of course and like that he basically adopted jay Inslee's climate plan but the fact that people still write to me on social media saying i couldn't vote for hillary but i would gladly vote for biden she was just flawed like they are heroes and not either sexist or assholes will never stop annoying me come on JL. right and if jl covan is calling you a sexist i mean if you a sexist if jl points you out come woo! on like come it's on bad, now. buddy that's bad come on buddy come on <laughs> also eric holder's wife was the doctor who delivered both of, both of my nephews oh damn small world mm-hmm. and then eric holder locked them up because it was born in dc no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> rob one says at some point as a community we're going to have to address anti-semitism the nick cannon and deshaun jackson incidents made me think back to late 2019 when a couple of hebrew israelites in new jersey shot and killed some jewish people in a grocery store yes i think we might even did that on guess the race 
and and, and we were like they was black that don't even sound like a black crime and it's like oh you read up later uh you know like a week or so later because you know it takes a while to investigate these things mm-hmm. and if once the investigative journalism came out it's like oh these niggas were some hebrew israelites they got a hold of some guns and went to kill some jewish people and i immediately was like yes i remember five percenters in my college and they were mm-hmm. definitely anti-semitic mm-hmm you know and i don't like this shit that Even black people i really understood what the word meant at the time i was just like that don't sound right yeah i don't like this shit black people trying to do with the semantics of like we can't be racist because we don't have power look man mm-hmm. if you're killing jewish people if you're talking shit about jewish people in an environment where they're being killed and hate crimes right? you do have power i'm sick of this shit where we opt out man where it's you know yeah we get the we get the tracking transphobia but then we say black then when some black trans uh trans woman dies uh we're all sharing all these things on the timeline this is so sad the 27th one this year but well you're adding to this environment when you're when you don't speak out against it when you don't say hey this is fucked up when you don't take knowledge take time out to be like i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna joke about you know uh how i'm not gonna respect your pronouns i'm not gonna joke about you you a man and all that shit when you start thinking on that level i think that's one of the ways you can aid in stopping it but i think when you just go well fuck it i ain't got nothing to do with it but oh it's so sad they killed this poor like like to me that's very hypocritical and um and i and i uh, and the way i communicate with stuff like this or relate to it is always through race as a black person i don't like and don't want and would not support listening to some white person make jokes about um george floyd's death i wouldn't do it you know if they were just making jokes about yeah he got killed ha 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 wasn't it hilarious i would not fuck with them because this is a real thing to me this is something that is happening uh a lot in america you know and so i'm like the when you when i when these things affect me emotionally no i don't want to see it be fodder for a joke because it's 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 not a joke to me in that type of way because it's still a real problem and i feel like the attitude of belittling it normalizing it adds to the thing happening that's you know that's so that's why people say stuff like you can't joke about blank blank and blank what they're really saying is don't trivialize it it doesn't really mean you can't joke about it you come up with a good enough joke shit people gonna laugh even if it's wrong people will laugh if it, the joke is good enough but to trivialize something is is where people start feeling like well damn what is the point here you know it's, it's the difference between uh dave Chappelle's first special when he came on netflix and he made a couple transphobic jokes mostly about caitlin jenner and all this shit but then the last not not the 846 but the one before that where it was just mean and it was just like you know 20 30 minutes of just transphobic material because he had become so fucking like i don't know triggered by people not liking that he did it that he wanted to like prove some type of point it's the difference between those two things i think um when it comes to this oh you about to say something Mm -hmm. okay um so yeah anyway all that stuff to say uh the anti-semitism shit it's not even jokes and and i think we as black people is just uh, it's whack to see black people hide behind being black as a reason that this is okay come on you wouldn't you wouldn't um tolerate that with white people we are not and we're not we are not a special group just because we've been oppressed my dear right it's just whack 
um it's like because we can't prove that this is a thing that black people are exerting force on on jewish people with that somehow that's okay you know it's the the this is the thing that people always defend louis farrakhan with and and i'm always like nah you can't then you not about it then stop judging people don't look down on nobody because because if you like upholding louis farrakhan and saying let's just forget about the transphobia let's forget about the misogyny let's forget about the homophobia let's forget about the anti-semitism isn't he a good guy it's like nah because you don't accept that from nobody else Mm-mm. and you damn sure and then they go well i mean it's not like he got a lot of power so it's not like he can do anything it's like that doesn't make it okay right because if we're really being real the average white person don't have a lot of power and y'all want a motherfucker to go to jail for calling the police on a nigga because he wanted to put a dog up like let's not act like it's a power thing it's just some shit is abhorrent and we don't fuck with it so you know i think we need to we need to be vigilant about that you know um or at least at least don't let people hide behind being black based off of it i don't care if you know we're not gonna make hotep stop hotep and i'm not stupid mm, no you know like people keep doing this thing where they go well if we just like make you know come down on them tell them they wrong they don't care they don't nick cannon care. didn't care until some motherfucking money got missing so it ain't it that ain't just that but it's just for your own sake for your own soul like let denounce that shit and if you're not hip on what anti-semitism is look it up there's all these resources there's all these people to put in threads on the timelines and medium articles and shit on why exactly what nick cannon said was fucked up all right um but you're right they did kill those jewish people i forgot about that uh i've always thought of them as just some fringe group that no one really listens to is i but it's obvious that there's some of the that some of their messaging are becoming mainstream and when people with celebrities start giving credence to it we can't just laugh it off anymore it was good hearing bossy on the non-recap episode thanks rob mm-hmm. and yeah you can't you can't once this shit starts getting dangerous like this you cannot man these i'm I, i'm telling you it's a weird kind of anti-blackness to the fact that they let these dudes revel in revel in this kind of shit it's a weird kind of like what well, they niggas they that's what they do and it's mm-hmm. like they would not accept this of of some white dude if this was right. just uh chris hemsworth they would have been like what the fuck are you doing you have to stop that immediately you know i think matter of fact i think chris hemsworth did have a picture at a party where people were like dressing he was either in nazi regalia or um american uh native american stuff or something and, and they roasted his ass and he was apologizing never did it again like this that's what you gotta do is you know you can but i guess if you're black you can hide in the defiance of wow they trying to make a black man sit down like no man just don't do this it's wrong but yeah it's just a double standard uh trace windu says so glad you guys had bossy on the regular show she's always a bright light for me in the face of this dreadful darkness i always want to thank bossy because her being so open about her own mental health journey it in turn has helped me be my uh me with my own and dealing with anxiety and depression by seeing someone with the same complexion as you go through that and talk about black mental health really matters and really helps thanks for everything you do rossi thanks again i mean bossy thanks again bossy karen and rod trey evie says i'm not sure why anyone is surprised christian cooper refuses to further participate with the prosecution of amy cooper i kind of peep how he was when he ended the recording as soon as she leashed her dog that brother just loves animals and wants to mind his business now does this bitch deserve to be prosecuted of course but it's not up to us to tell christian how he should handle things 
eve that's exactly what the fuck i believe mm-hmm. right yeah. there and and that's been my pushback towards everybody not that she shouldn't be punished not that uh there shouldn't be the consequences the repercussions but he has the right to feel however he wants to feel and if he don't want to be your freedom fighter he ain't got to be your goddamn freedom fighter and he has the right and choice of the autonomy over his body because we're quick to be like well give people freedom black people freedoms and rights this is part of that freedoms and rights shit that y'all talk about but people are just mad because it's not coming out in the form of revenge Mm -hmm. and since it's not coming out in the form of revenge you act like what he's doing, what he does and how he feels doesn't matter. If I'm the victim, I, you know, I get to determine how I respond to it, but it does not mean that I want to participate in the punishment process. You know, I can allow the punishment process to go on without me actually being in it. If they feel like they have enough evidence and they feel like they can go forth, so be it. But it's not my job to tell him how he is supposed to feel and what he is supposed to do just because I'm mad. The part that's really weird to me with him is he didn't forgive her, but people are treating it like he's some, like, look at him, just forgiving a white woman. He never did. He just was like, I'm done with this. Like, his whole thing was he want to watch birds in the park. I don't know how this got so complicated for people just because he won't fit their agenda. He don't want to do all this. Never did. Yeah, and in my opinion, and I've always felt like this, everything that has happened so far a lot of shit's been against his will he didn't even record it. his yeah. sister recorded he didn't want to put out his sister put it on it so it's like from the beginning he's been telling y'all like this ain't me i'm not about this life and everybody was like well since we out here we we gonna dictate and tell you what you know <laughs> he's been saying no from the beginning so no right. it's not surprising not trying to be funny then he's like i don't want to go through the process yeah it's also weird the way people work because if this would have been like someone else having a, a film put out about them against their will we were like what about their right to not be they didn't want that to happen but because we lust we're right now in a super bloodlust for white people fucking up you know these karens and all this shit we're in such a bloodlust right now we don't we actually don't care about the black people involved mm-hmm. like we care about us having our bloodlust sated more than we care about them being centered in this conversation and what they want out of shit this is all about us and you know if you if you talk about that and get to that that point people want to dismiss it but that's the truth as i see it the poll was who who is oh wait i meant <laughs> i typed this all wrong i meant who is the best of these black men what did you say who is the of these best <laughs> black men <laughs> i don't know who is here's your choices who is the of these best black men karen okay are you ready yes terry cruz kanye west nick cannon christian cooper and christian cooper the one we just talked about yeah okay all right two percent say terry cruz two percent say kanye west so i was glad to know that they listened to the show shout out to you for being truthful yeah one vote so i'm assuming that was kanye west and terry cruz nick cannon actually got 14 percent because nick cannon is hilarious dave Chappelle tried to tell us and 81 percent of people said christian cooper not a lot of comments kim doc says i clicked christian cooper without even thinking glad 70 plus percent of us are on the same wavelength we need better leaders or to elevate amplify voices over to libs and the chances and terry's and stephen jackson's what a wasteland yeah i forgot about 
i keep forgetting about talil kwali i i think i have had that dude muted on twitter since i've been on twitter like it's really it's I like this shit didn't him. even happen like yeah, i don't see it like i keep seeing articles about it. i'm like damn he's still going wow that's crazy Ooh, everybody man. ain't blocked him yet okay like, doo, 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 doo. yeah like and then people keep adding him so he keep going like it's mm-hmm. but see it's that other thing too where people on twitter don't want to admit it they love this of course a, 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 a celebrity wreck, yes is giving them attention and 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 they do and he's doing it all day every day and so everyone's getting in their shots and they keep saying shit that i'm like y'all know that's not gonna stop him they're like why can't his homeboys call him in i'm like what about 10 days in a row of talking to people is gonna make you think today's the day that most death can make him stop he's not gonna stop he's a grown man he got money and he don't got nothing to do he's gonna be doing this as long as y'all keep talking that's it i've never seen anything like this before. y'all feeding it to each other so i guess we're gonna be at this for a while yeah they just keep acting like fucking punchline and words warfare is gonna come out of the damn uh <laughs> come out of raucous records come out of the lyricist lounge and shut this down god damn that's a deep pull you got to know some hip-hop to know what the fuck i'm talking about right now boy you got to get a backpack out and get some cds to know what the fuck i'm just that reference but yeah they're not about to do shit so they're like why can't black men call him in like and do what like hey talil could you stop now he at me god damn now i can't go to sleep like this everyone just gotta like just do a mass twitter mute okay that's not happening all right um all right let's get to uh voicemails we got a few this week i don't know what happened to kim doc's voicemail she said she left one like a couple weeks ago it just never showed up Mm -hmm. in skype we saw her baby we don't know what happened yeah so here's the first one Hi, Ryan and Karen. This is Peaches 749, Sweet Peach 749. Um, so I'm listening to episode 2138, Brilliant, Hilarious, Engaging, Authentic. And here y'all go talking about these grits again. Now, I am a true salt and butter grits woman, okay, born and raised. I've never once tasted grits with sugar in them, but I've heard about this over and over and over again. So I would like a person who cooks these sugar grits on a regular basis and consumes them. I would like this person to prepare these grits and let us have a taste test because it could be good. I mean, not to be a traitor to my salt grit people and my salt grit kind, but it could be good. It is just a breakfast cereal, you know, like farina and wheat tina and those type of things. All right, that's it. Have a good day. Talk to y'all later. <laughs> Not gonna fool me, Peaches. <laughs> nice try. But I know a Trump supporter when I hear one. She's coming in like a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peaches and silk. You're not gonna fool me. <laughs> oh, we, we can just still try love some. You, baby. Mm-hmm. These girls, I'll tell you, boy, they try to infiltrate these grits. <laughs> these, these sugar grits eaters, they not slick. See them coming from my hey, way. Hey, everybody. This is Kim Doc, um, also is. known as Monique. And 
um, first-time caller, long-time listener out this bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, I just wanted to um, call in and leave y'all a voice message. That I listened to the um, medium, or was no the the spoiled movie review. There we go. Um, on Parasite. Now I had been watched. I, I like started watching it at the beginning of um, Social Isolation, and then something happened. I think I might have started watching it too late, and I paused it in like the the moment when it had just started, like really getting into the second part of the movie. Um, and so I was like, all right, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to check in and see if Rod and Karen had done. Um, a review of it and so you guys did um first of all i really like the movie i mean i'm not gonna say that it's something i don't i will watch again but i probably would um now i also watched frozen and i felt lied to um and this is why niggas was telling me frozen is the best thing since since sliced bread oh my god elsa everybody dressing up as elsa for halloween when anna was my bitch that was my homegirl I fuck with her. She was ride or die for her damn sister who ain't really, wasn't really trying to fuck with her because, of course, I mean, she probably would have killed her with the, with the lightning and the, and the ice stuff. Okay, cool. Um, however, I also felt lied to, and I was told by AppleCare that Let It Go was awesome, but meanwhile, Love is an Open Door slapped way harder than Let It Go. How dare y'all? I don't get it. I am very frustrated, and I am upset. <laughs> Um, and I knew that that Prince nigga was, was full of shit from the very moment that I saw. Oh, she got cut off. Um, now I haven't seen Frozen, so this is all probably right, spoilers I, for me. Right, I haven't seen Oh, you haven't Frozen. seen Frozen either? No. Oh, I thought you and Layla went to see it. No, we didn't go see Frozen. Okay. All right. I haven't she seen left another Frozen voicemail. one nor two. It's Kim again. Of course you knew a bitch was going to get cut off because everybody <laughs> gets cut off on this line. Um, and I laughed at everybody else when they got cut off, and here I go, looking dumb. Anyway, getting back, oh, Amazon is here. Um, getting back to, um, Parasite, I think one of my favorite shots in the, in the whole movie was, um, when they found out that the maid had a peach allergy, and they were shaving the peach stuff onto, like, her, her things. That, that was crazy. Um, I also thought that they had killed her. Um, when they like smashed her face into some peach stuff. Um, so there were so many moments where I was like, okay, that lady is dead. Meanwhile, she wasn't really dead. Um, and it, it just got really, really reckless and crazy at the end. Um, and I, I felt like I was, it was very relatable content in terms of y'all are trying to, um, be a parasite and siphon off of the riches of these people and steal everybody's job so that your whole entire family could come up off of these people. Meanwhile, somebody had already came up off of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ended up in the same situation as the nigga that was in the basement. So, boom. And you're not going to get out of there because it is what it is. However, I'm wondering if um, when they sell that house, are they going to uncover the, the locked like like they gotta move that um that bookshelf out the way to see what's up and then they'll find that little trapdoor thing i'm guessing but that's me and my editorial skills and it's too much like right anyway <laughs> before i get cut off again i just wanted to say have a great day everybody and peace kim doc later thanks kim peace. doc 
yeah it's interesting too because i don't think did you watch parasite or just it was just me just you okay yeah it's so weird because like it didn't quite like neatly wrap up as a metaphor it was almost like a like a like a like how a dream doesn't make sense a hundred percent like you have a dream you wake up and you be like okay that didn't make a hundred percent sense it gave me a feeling but the feeling makes sense that's how parasite feels for me because people try to like turn the whole allegory into like this is what it means it's about capitalism or about scarcity of resources and this uh, and i'm like kind of a kind of not and it's about vilifying people that you think are doing better than you and and then becoming the kind of person that you claim a rich person is like it was just a very interesting thing and i think because of the time we're in there's a lot of people like kill the rich eat the rich and shit so they act like that's what the movie's about but i didn't think the movie was really about that um as far as the conversation around it it felt more like what the pursuit of of that shit does to people um and i I, anyway i love the i love the movie though um it was it's just an amazing movie um all right let's go to the next voicemail all right next voicemail let's give it a second there we go oh but thou cool so it looks like we got a blank message well thank you for calling in blank you did the thing this week um all right last one this thing is from daz oh old, old friend daz team nintendo now that we have a switch i guess the, the truce is on the war is over um we <laughs> we we all team nintendo over here now for real though remember that from back in the day he used to write a call it about the nintendos and shit um oh wait this voicemail doesn't want to load what is taking oh. so long Hmm. All right, let me try stopping and starting it. Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Dan. Uh, I kind of wanted to uh, thank you guys for introducing me to uh, a couple of books over this quarantine. Uh, it started with, I've been had, uh, we were eight years in power by kind of easy coach. I, I kind of was struggling with finishing it, so I just went audio mm. form. I, I bought that one. Then I thought going to uh, Audible, um, I got Baratune Day, Thurston's um, How to Be How Black, to be black. Mm-hmm. And, and his audio book. Uh, he, he reads that himself, and he's a great performance. Also with uh, Sarah, I forget her name, uh, but I was, uh, it was called uh, Conflict is Not Abuse, which is wonderful. I also got um, uh, Michelle Alexander's uh, New, Jim New Jim Crow, Crow mm-hmm. and I just finished uh, Damon Young. Uh, whatever it doesn't kill you, makes you blacker. Mm-hmm. That's very relatable. I fucking love it. And he did his own voice. Uh, he read, the author uh, read the, the book himself. It's very relatable content. Uh, super funny. Um, I kind of want to say, with Tony, he's a coach. I've known about him for years, uh, right after the, uh, the initial election of uh, Barack Obama. I was in Barnes and Noble and I saw this magazine on the cover that says, Is this the end of white America? And I'm like, Who writes an article called that? This is gonna be either super hotel or super dope. <laughs> and I, I love that article. I kept that mm. uh, particular magazine on me for like years until I found out, oh, it's online. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, have thank, a thank you, Daz. Thank you, Daz. First uh long time listener. Yeah. yeah, even around a little hot night. <clears throat> 
all those books man i love those books um i i haven't read michelle alexander's book yet i i own it i just haven't gotten around to it pandemic has killed my reading like vibe man like i would i would read and then i would go out to like a restaurant yeah you uh, a lot of times i go by myself mm-hmm. and just sit and eat a read. sandwich or something and just read sip on some coffee or something and i'm just not doing that shit at all it's just not the same at the crib man mm-hmm. um so uh but i need to get back i've been reading the wedding um party for fucking ever i i just feel like i i read like a page and then i'll be like see you next week but i gotta get on it it's it like that sometimes and uh maybe it's just what i'm reading maybe i need to get back into some some uh non-fiction or something i don't know what it is but uh but yeah i swear by all those books and conflict is not abuse was just a tough tough read for me but it was one i really needed to read like i had to 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 learn um some things that like things that i feel like the internet circles i traffic in rely so heavily on the abuse terminology um victimization and stuff that there and there's some merit to it obviously you know because when you're talking about people who've never been heard before who've never been acknowledged in the traumas that they've gone through clearly there is some merit to the fact that they now have a platform to talk about these things but there's a level of manipulation that can happen there's a level there's a level of unhealthy uh denial that happens a lack of compromise a lack of um uh coordination and then also i don't think people have really really understand what it means to lead from a place of trauma and why that's a bad thing you know imagine that there was a professor and they had to teach a course about racism right but this professor would anytime they started getting up in front of the class to talk about racism they started crying and they started being like let me tell you in my past people have been racist to me and i you know it's terrible and white people are horrible and blah 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 at some point the university would be like i can't let you teach this class because you're not capable of coming in and doing the job of teaching this class right because you're not you have not dealt with the trauma of what has happened to you and therefore you're leading this classroom from your trauma so you're saying halfway through the class i feel triggered i want all the white people to get out of the class you're saying halfway through the class uh no questions um you're saying you know i didn't feel like doing class today you know um you know stuff like that right well that's kind of that's kind of different the way that we navigate the internet is is like that Mm -hmm. how many spaces are started by people who really haven't dealt with the trauma they've gone through and they want to have this like public reckoning of their trauma that they're not even done with Mm -mm. so they don't have they're not in you know they haven't dealt with it through therapy they haven't dealt with it through whether it's medication whether it's conflict uh resolution skills and yet how many of these people are on pedestals how many of these people can just self-appoint themselves as i'm an activist as i'm the leader of this group i started this facebook page y'all don't like what i say get the fuck off you know how many people are like that and in addition to that not being healthy for them 
because they're going to consistently be triggered and all this stuff we still we feed into it we give them power we we empower the fact that they can't resolve things we empower the fact that they use abuse language rather than um you know this neutral type of language right we empower that because we think that that is we think our pity and our um empathy is empowering them but in a lot of cases we're infantilizing them and dooming them to repeat the same patterns over and over um and especially when we know now the predictability of it all right so for example if i know i'm a sexual assault survivor and i start a hashtag on twitter for people to talk about sexual assault well they're gonna be people on twitter who are gonna say some fucked up shit you like i i can tell you that right now cert uh, with a thousand percent certainty well in my once we get there if i'm the leader of this thing i haven't dealt with my trauma what do i start doing demanding that all of you address my trauma hey go get this person go get go do this don't put me in this tweet don't retweet that don't post this don't as opposed to what i can control logging off what i can control making my account private you know now i make you responsible for me you know it's 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 like when people call uh our facebook group or something they'd be like it's a safe space i'd be like it's not because i can never be responsible for you and you can never really truly be responsible for me you know and that's and that and we need to get rid of that illusion because the truth is more sobering than the lie of me putting myself on a pedestal like i can protect you from the internet i can't you know and i think these are the tougher discussions and conflict does not abuse gave me the the language around it because it was so different from everything i was reading at the time and i was like but this is true you know um people that uh refuse to um discuss shit with people that they call friends but disagree with and they kind of turn it into a bullying leverage of you're gonna do what i tell you to do or shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying like that type of thing never felt good to me and it didn't feel empowering and it didn't feel right and but that was a very common thing that i was seeing on the internet all the time someone has a conflict with somebody they stop talking to them they start telling everybody else about it and then they tell them to fucking like they better they better come to me and say this that and the other or don't say shit like and eventually you end up in this situation where it's like was that healthy for anyone involved you know i can see if y'all weren't really friends and but you know people call this shit friendship and they do this to people so yeah they do anyway i'm glad you're reading all those books man those are some dope books um all right we got email sean says uh rod and karen i wrote before about getting infected a second time to clarify the reason oh comments about immunity to clarify the reason i wrote was because you tend to be better at providing news related to covid 19 to many news networks in the u.s and i wanted to clarify about an article you reported on in that article and some other similar articles they're referring to cases of relapse in a manner that implied reinfection however we are now entering a period where that will where that will be more likely for people who got infected early natural immunity lasts about six months that means that people infected in november january likely no longer have immunity in some cases immunity will dissipate faster so not assuming immunity is a lot safer yeah uh they just did a study well i will read it on the next one of these things i just read a study where they were saying uh some of these antibodies are gone before three months mm-hmm. and with that being the case you know one it kind of lowers hope for a vaccine 
two it kind of makes them be like we should be concentrating on treatment like how do we get people treated and medicated and out of the hospital faster and cured of this thing rather than uh, a vaccine that may not be viable if it's only going to last a few months Mm -hmm. furthermore the oxford vaccine is now in phase three wide-scale trials in south africa and brazil and indian company is already producing it and the u.s has already pre-ordered 300 million doses if successful distribution could begin as early as september however immunity from this vaccine only lasts about a year that means that annual boosters will be needed also as fauci reported pointed out if there is less than 69 percent coverage you will still see covid19 spread osaka university is working on a dna vaccine that could be available as early as december this means rather than injecting a weak form of the virus to elicit an immune response they inject the dna for the antigens directly into cells dna vaccines have fewer side effects and produce longer immunity but they are only currently used in veterinary vaccines the osaka university sars cov2 vaccine would be in the first in the first human dna vaccine damn i hope this information is useful this is a complex confusing time and you are doing such a great job keeping your audience informed that i would like to thank you living in uh schrodinger's virus countries y'all in the u.s myself in japan where there's insufficient testing so everyone is simultaneously infected and not infected it's quite stressful stay safe and keep up the good work thanks sean thank you baby yeah you be safe over there john writes in good morning karen and rod rod last week you mentioned scenarios where someone would confess to something they actually didn't do when all the pressure of the police and criminal justice system is on top of them i think it was on the pregame show discussion about amanda Monox documentary and maybe on the jl covan episode too yeah it was definitely on the pregame i remember talking about this because the i watched the amanda knox documentary on netflix and the biggest thing that i didn't know was that her and that dude confessed i i didn't know that i just always thought they had framed them motherfuckers first well to be honest when i wasn't paying attention i just thought they did it because i mean who the fuck frames white american a white american woman overseas right for some for some sex crime shit i was like oh yeah she must have did that so then when i looked into it a little bit i was like uh well maybe she didn't do it i don't know but then they were like oh she confessed and i was like she confessed holy shit now we know that you can coerce a confession out of people she's in a foreign country uh yada 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 i'm not different yeah i'm not saying it's impossible and then certain people's mentality does not make them good with interrogation and being questioned uh and they get nervous and they fuck up and they say something and that's not what you want to do in police custody man Uh, but a lot of people do it they don't have the mentality to be like because the smart thing is shut the fuck up you can't talk your way out of this wait till you get a lawyer let they do let them do the talking but we've all seen the first 48 we all know people they say shit to you before you're in custody they got tricks they can lie to you about certain things and people end up boom i'm confessing to something thinking that they compromising or helping get out of trouble and now you're going to prison forever because you said some shit and it's admissible in the court of law right so that's a big part of it anyways i just wanted to add in that in addition in addition to when they see us there's also a really amazing netflix docudrama series called unbelievable that you should check out oh yeah about the girl who got yeah yeah i know this one it tells the story of a serial rapist in pacific northwest who evaded capture for years but the real focus is on how horribly our system treats victims of sexual assault it's a really great series that's probably the best commentary and illustration of rape culture that i've ever seen and it rightfully uh centers the victim's perspective throughout the feature and uh features some amazing performances by all the women in the cast so wait is it is i thought unbelievable was a okay you said docudrama 
so we say performances are, do they have act acting in it too are they like acting out the parts hmm, hmm. i don't know i've never All seen right. it obviously serious trigger warnings for sexual violence misogyny etc though the show does do a fairly good job of making the assaults terrifying without being overly graphic oh so they are acting reenacting it oh that is that is a choice that isn't that is a choice yeah i watched athlete a if you want to watch a another series and i thought it was a lot less like triggering it wasn't like trying to get into the uh graphic sexual nature of the stuff um i also heard i also heard they they did that with the um i'll be there in the dark or whatever or i'll be gone in the dark the thing about the uh golden uh about the the serial killer that that they caught using dna tests and shit um and and now i heard they do dramatization of the crimes too i wonder why they do that mm-hmm. you know like someone with sexual assault you think they wouldn't want to do that but mm-hmm. they wouldn't want to touch that right just let somebody just tell it telling them that it's traumatizing yeah enough. it's traumatizing enough anyway as a bonus most of the scenes of the main character biking around washington were actually filmed on the streets of socal anyways just thought you might want to add it to your coronavirus binge watching list because along with when they see us this is probably the most powerful series i saw in 2019 it's something that especially men should watch to help uh wrap our heads around the world that women have to navigate p.s i don't even play video games but i would gladly buy a gaming system just to play mortal karen that was so hilarious stay safe love you both john thanks john (laughs) uh let's see steph g says hey y'all my name is stephanie and i wrote to y'all before lol you won't remember but that's okay i'm writing in regards to the nick cannon situation y'all talked about it in the last show and i have to admit that i was taken by surprise by the whole thing i don't follow nick cannon at all i only know him from the drum line and wild and out when i watched the podcast video and not the two minute clip that most people watched i was disgusted this this hotel shit hotel shit always sounds nice in the beginning black empowerment this and that and that's how i think they trick black people but then it takes a terrible turn anti-semitism anti-feminism anti-lgbtq they sound much like white supremacists with a sprinkle of black making up stories about where black people came from in an obsession with egypt i'm sure it's a wonderful place that i can't even understand i know there are a lot of isms in our community colorism etc but i never realized that anti-semitism was one of them people are posting uh, protect nc at all costs and saying he said nothing wrong yeah man i i am so glad i never see this on my facebook page and i'm not bragging i, I but i it. know that it's happening because my friends be posting shit where they like and they if you mad. niggas defend nick cannon i'm like mm. yeah i'm like well it must be happening somewhere just i don't want to be friends with anyone doing that kind of shit Mm-mm. keep it from around me like that's the other th- part that's weird when people be like and it's up to y'all to find reach the people that are doing this fucked up shit and tell i'm like i don't want to do that work i'm on facebook to look at baby pictures and memes and comics and shit i'm not trying to turn uh, my uh, facebook experience into a fucking classroom you idiot what's wrong with y'all do the work befriend these hotels no it's the problem like make them be hotels by themselves let it be like six of them niggas and they just only talk to each other right jab each other crazy giving them a platform now now you look crazy on my page talking about you know posting up these and if one more of y'all says nick cannon is jesus i'm like <laughs> i'm like what's happening over there like unfriend your uncle but what he said your uncle go on facebook be like no nigga 
but what he said and his co-host griff mind you griff was kicked out of public enemy for saying anti-semitic shit years ago and uh, as i'm sure you know was wrong are black people so desperate for black empowerment that we're willing to die on this hill repeating bullshit conspiracy theories made up by white supremacists and not realizing how stupid and crazy they sound i know some of us came from royalty but surely not all of us i can assure you that it's okay to have an ancestor who was a regular ass person from west africa yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's insane uh i've been reading a ton lately and i stumbled onto an essay by james baldwin called negroes are anti-semitic because they're anti-white yeah randolph was quoting that last time i was on three guys on in the american concept the context in the american context the most ironical thing about negro anti-semitism is that the negro is really condemning the jew for having become an american white man for having become in effect a christian the jew profits from his status in america and he must expect negroes to distrust him for it the jew does not realize that the credential he offers the fact that he has been despised and slaughtered does not increase the negro's understanding and increases the negro's rage i'm noticing that a lot of people don't want black liberation they just want to take the place of the white man yep mm-hmm. they want whatever power they believe white men to have i don't know maybe i'm wrong and i'm sure you'll tell me i don't think you said anything wrong sorry if this is long but i really needed to talk to someone about this because shit don't make no sense thank y'all for reading not a problem baby yeah i don't yeah i don't know why you thought we were gonna tell you you was wrong mm-hmm. i mean that's basically what i believe is you know i hate if anything i'm mad nick cannon and uh professor griff and deshaun jackson and stephen jackson got uh got your boy terry cruz looking like he had a point he said be careful of black supremacy and black lives matter don't become black lives better and god damn it if in a week if these niggas wasn't out here talking about we better than these jews and we the real jews i'm like fuck just ah just shut up well just everyone take a break uh, uh, uh. this is in a bad week man kanye chance this is ugh. <clears throat> to live like everybody just uh, i want to blame it on the pandemic <laughs> i do because these niggas would have been doing some other shit they'd have been on a plane somewhere in another country they'd have been signing the deal they'd have been on, they'd have been on somebody's sitcom they'd have been making somebody's movie music television tv producing they'd have been doing some other shit mm-hmm. this is ridiculous um like you sit, or sit they just sit around all day like how can i say some fuck shit today yeah this is what happens when you have too much free time right the white man was right. Stop it right now! This is stupid! This is absolutely ridiculous! Get! Get out of here! Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous! Cut the crap! That's my girl. Hello. Let's go to the let's go to the last one. Hello to you too, where that voice come from? Oh, that's Cam Newton. Uh on his Instagram. You haven't seen this clip on the internet? Is the one you show Ball Deep or different one? Nah, the one where he was talking to, uh, I don't know if he got like a TV show or Instagram live show he be doing, but he was talking to somebody in there. They was like, hey, you a top five quarterback or something like that? And they signed the quarterbacks that's older than you and all this shit. And he was like, hello. <laughs> and it was like, he has completely turned into like a, a black auntie. auntie. So you haven't seen this? All right, hold on. I'll show like it to him you. forever i'll show it to you this is so good you have to see this this one it's my this is why cam still my favorite quarterback 
um let me see where's the full clip okay it's a, it's a real short clip can you see it or it's not showing on your computer yet not yet it's slow to move up oh, i see it all right there's people older than me getting signed especially at your position hello yeah you mean, hello? people older than me getting signed especially at your position hello <laughs> Yes, he hit my hello, girl. Let me tell you, he already dressed like a church aunt. He done made Come a full. On. He done made the full like complete yeah, yes. evolution into church auntie. Yes, I roll Simone. I roll. Mm-hmm. Only thing missing was him calling somebody uh fast or some some other reductive ass shit. <laughs> and these other little fast ass quarterbacks. Mm hmm. I, I hear thinking they slick and shit. Like I don't see what they doing. Mm-hmm. Hello yes hello <laughs> that little point he had too with that hello that was all the sass you confirming what i'm talking about oh i love it give me all the sass put it right in my veins come on hello oh, <laughs> man. uh so yeah nerd geek ninja writes in hey y'all rod and karen the way i hollered and laughed when rod read that email that said don't read it oh my god i was dying and crying and rolling because it is something i totally would have done i sincerely hope you don't dwell on it rod it was an honest mistake why would they put that at the end oh lord i hope that family doesn't listen to the show oh no yeah she messed me up by putting that at the end there's you gotta put it in the the beginning the title or the very start of the email because i'm i don't read obviously we get too much feedback this is what takes two hours to do the show we don't we don't pre-read it yeah on another note rod didn't bring your prison don't don't bring your prison abolitionist propaganda to waffles syrup needs to be in prison of fluffy goodness while i make them my daughter and i sing the waffle song from teen titans go waffles 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 yes waffles folks saying you had to add more syrup because waffles absorb it no you don't the waffle absorbs the syrup and now you have fl- a fluffy sweet treat this is that's not true it does absorb more syrup plus are y'all are y'all children you need to see your syrup to know it's there yes some of us do look like uh-huh. my man joe from the old guard said you're infantile and you'll un- never understand a love like this i'm paraphrasing I, I guess i won't baby but you get the point speaking of the old guard will y'all be reviewing it yes we yes. will if not i understand the old guard and love birds were two movies i was looking forward to, to y'all review oh i still haven't seen love birds man this pandemic done fucked up i missed the thursday night movie out because that literally like that was our thing we, yeah yeah i mean like i said we guess get back on it but it's really hard when you used to just the custom of going out because that was just about thing going out catching the catching the uh, afternoon early afternoon matinee then grabbing something to eat and then coming home and reviewing the movie yeah and the thing is um without the tradition of it it's weird because there's no day that we can like set aside to do it and then we right. also with uh karen working from home and stuff it's not even like a well you're home let's go watch it like you know we mostly just try to stay out of each other's way so it's like mm-hmm. oh you playing video games don't worry about it right oh you're already watching uh warrior none go ahead and binge that yeah i'm rewatching watching so. just see you yeah <clears throat> anyway we'll try to get on it because karen did actually take some time out to watch the old guard mm-hmm, that was really good because after you and justin talked about it, i said you know what i think i want to do it because i know it's like number one number two on netflix so yeah i definitely will review it soon mm-hmm uh and also we might either take the week off or take a couple of days off this week I, I don't know which one yet but you know just want to make sure we don't get burned out 
also i tried to leave a voicemail but i think the system is down it wouldn't let me leave one not sure if anyone else is having this issue kim doc did a week ago but as you can hear we had several voicemails this week so yep it might just be you got to pay your bill you know i know you know some of y'all on that uh verizon wireless and it's just not working out uh love y'all stay safe out there ma thanks Amon. thank you um and the last one's from kim doc who said skip the last couple paragraphs okay hey karen my love hey rod hey baby wow the disrespect yeah <laughs> hope y'all have been enjoying the week <clears throat> it's been rough and hard to wrap my head around certain things so i've been focusing my energy on acquiring and honing skills i've never seen to have time and patience for things like my home plants i hate that it's trendy now lol i have a plant addiction but my picker is off you have to beware of bringing home plants that were sick at the nursery or store at the store at the point of purchase a couple succulents mm. have bit the dust yeah i got i had a plot that had three succulents in it and like two or two of the succulents is dead but one is holding on for dear life yes it it's is. it's growing that that's the succulent that that can do it okay i don't know what's the mother two succulents they they bit the dust okay i know y'all are into yoga before covid i started this workout class and incorporates drumsticks and pilates movement it's a lot of squats and dips to increase your range of motion purchase some funky drumsticks of my own found some routines on youtube i wish black workout warriors were into this so i could get a trap vibe going one direction is cool but them niggas don't get your cardio up like some city girl scammer music yes and you know and that's one thing that i do miss about uh going to yoga because my yoga teacher played uh black ass music and mm-hmm. one thing about um was it like zumba it's not all jokes aside, it's very hard to find a zumba class particularly like the ymca i don't know if it's just the ymca or maybe the teachers i have that actually play black ass music you can get a lot of uh mexican and latino music which is fine and you can get a, a, a lot of of like that 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 cardio you know smooth jazz white music but sometimes you you want to hit in there you want to oh this is some rihanna like you want to hear something else other than that and it's very very hard that like they were like we're gonna pick the clean it maybe because it's wild we're gonna pick the cleanest shit up you're like okay i guess yeah and i think you know picking up new habits and stuff in this is is kind of the way it's got to go because we got to replace things and it's hard to replace it with just sitting around so mm-hmm. you know you can't go out to eat you can't uh go to the movies whatever else things you like to do so yeah if it's plants if it's reading if it's comic books video games whatever just to keep your mind distracted until you know we get to a point where maybe hopefully one day we can go outside again um you just got to do what you got to do man Mm -hmm. so i don't blame you um and especially with half this country just being not even half it's less than half it's like 20 30 percent of people that just actively are like i want to fuck coronavirus i want it in my body right now poured in my veins with them being out there i'm just comfortable having to be like well i guess it's me and these plants you know what i mean like i'm not doing it Mm-mm. um all right uh oh rep, rep recipes to rock john representative john lewis the sacrifices these civil rights leaders have made just to see obama my goodness i get chills thinking about how glorious that must have been for them but then the country is headed towards racism once again i will say this i'm confident that these evil republicans will not be remembered the way our leaders are we i thought about this the other day you realize we are actually living in a time where these the monuments the buildings and the statues 
that will be built for these republicans will be torn down one day like that's the legacy they're leaving behind the same you know and i don't know how long it'll take or whatever but like if anyone ever tries to put some mitch mcconnell shit up it's coming down yeah, you know what i mean no. if you try to name something after trump people are gonna be like no don't put his name on a fucking school yes we don't want his name on a goddamn thing yeah so it's gonna be a fight they made it that way they made it that way um but uh yeah um uh, and i'm sure that's yet another thing that eats their crawl thanks for the week of great episodes with amazing guests bossy is a treasure and i wanted to be more like zaria as a kid blessings and laughter kim doc thanks kim doc thank you all right that's it for today i don't think there's anything else except these gifts we got in the mail we were shocked and surprised for those of you uh that uh we actually got a amazon wish list if you choose to and if you want to send us something, be it a card or anything like that, you want to find our address, go on to com and look under About Us. Yeah, the com slash about is oh, where oh, you I can find us. My bad. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm cleaning it up. Uh, where we can, uh, where you can find the mailing address and stuff if you want to mail us some, a gift or whatever. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not, we literally did not expect this. Mm-mm, I was shocked. <clears throat> but we went to that to the mailbox and we had like three different things mm-hmm. um so the first one uh comes with these and these came with cards and stuff too mm-hmm. um i hope i'm um i hope i'm reading this right i think it's sonic um is what i believe it says uh if not then maybe bonnie <laughs> but it says hi karen hey baby these uh cotton was it bolts of fabric are for head wrap scarves and wrap skirts stay cool and enjoy and i think it says sonic um <clears throat> so look at all these these beautiful fabrics that uh i guess karen can make into some fashions up in here oh i will be or y'all, y'all. i'll get can't get my mom to sewing machine or something yeah y'all be having me looking fly you know i i'm not gonna lie shout, shout out to black women be like i'm not gonna have karen out here looking crazy because y'all over the years i got earrings i still wear i got makeup i still wear lip gloss i still wear you know i slowly go through some of the stuff that y'all gave me and i want to tell everybody thank you for for thinking about me and want me to look nice then we got this package uh it came with a card i always like to read the card first just mm-hmm. some more cards to put in my card list up there all right this one came with a couple of pages dear rod and karen thank you for being who you are and for doing the life-changing work that you do wow life-changing i, hear well, I know you. right i'm personally grateful for your diligence and authenticity after several years of being a fan i've had the opportunity to log in and listen live in the chat the tbgwt community are a lot uh are are a lot of fun a ton of fun i'm not kidding when i say you uh guys have gotten me through COVID, black rage and now COVID two <laughs> COVID square i live in nyc and i'm gearing up to return to work i did not want to get bossy again and miss the opportunity to say oh busy again and miss the opportunity to say thank you you're both treasures and deserve to be celebrated um i'm including a bottle of my favorite champagne here's to you sonya so that must be who the other the rats was from sonya mm-hmm. I, I said sonic like the hedgehog <laughs> i'm like well sonic the hedgehog listen to this <laughs> i'm a big fan i have all your games right but thank um, you baby this is what sonya gave us with the with the card is this uh it sounds krug 
either that or krug you know we not fancy Mm-mm, but it's champagne okay we got oh, some champagne, champagne up in here some krug grand cuvee brut okay it's, it's, i don't even know what that means i don't know but i know champ i know what champagne mean and it will get drank okay i know that much damn this champagne come with some type of certificate inside Ooh, is it a limited edition right <laughs> shit come with instructions <laughs> they gonna be like you got one out of 30 bottles ever made oh this shit is in french oh wait hold on it's some english and it's some what's this gonna be like don't open don't, it, it could cause epilepsy if you watch the game too close <laughs> let's see all of our anecdotes and stories influence our culture stirring the senses and the heart in the end they carry us to where we want to go to what we want to create a handcrafted exquisite champagne that leaves no one indifferent from olivier krug sixth generation of the krug family krug grand cuvee the most generous champagne in the world with exceptional finesse you have just opened a cake damn <laughs> this is gonna give me instructions you need to kill the president <laughs> this will self-destruct you have just opened the case containing a bottle of Krug Grand Cuvee, a Cuvee. This creation is at the heart of the House of Krug at the very epitome of its handcrafted excellence. As you taste it, notes of toasted bread, hazelnut, nougat, barley sugar, citrus, oh, shit. and jellied fruits may take you by surprise. You may even taste hints of apple still on the tree, flowers in bloom ripe and dried fruit uh, fruit almonds marzipan i don't even know what half that shit is gingerbread sweet spices and even brioche and honey crew grand cuvee cuvee is the first prestige cuvee so oh so a cuvee is a thing okay to be recreated every year beyond the very notion of vintage an extraordinary blend of over 120 wines from 10 different vintages some of which may reach 15 years of age blending so many vintages give crew grand cuvee its unique fullness of flavors and aromas an extraordinary generous generosity with king with crew grand cuvee lends itself to a plethora wait oh with exceptional finesse the results of a stay of at least another six years in the cellars wow this is a experience crew grand cuvee uh lends itself to a plethora of culinary combinations from the simplest to the most sophisticated from extra mature parmesan to a dish of tobola la trophile oh shit am i gonna put my pinky up when i drink this i'm saving this for a special occasion right this is gonna be a special i don't even know yeah we gonna, i don't think i can just drink this yeah. on like a saturday in nah. the house i, I feel gonna like save it for something real special so, baby like i don't even know but it just sounds fancy yeah i'm i'm gonna put this back up like yeah. it's never removed from, from box, box. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like you better put the put the plastic back on that let me gently place this on the ground uh and then we have one more thing too oh we had two more things right yes okay uh wait a minute. The, yeah the one right, so the card comes with the flowers right yes all right so then we got these decorative flowers now look thank you finally some a plant that can't be killed yeah i think it's hand look like it's handmade too yeah because karen and i have killed several real plants yes we thank you baby this is gonna live forever so this is like a plant look how beautiful this is these colors the rainbow yes. the butterfly it's got these little like things that weigh it down that look like marbles 
Yes, we got and y'all. I'm gonna say this again. I know I said this before. Y'all are y'all niggas are talented, very, very, very talented. And you're sitting in your house, honey, tap into that talent. Don't, don't, don't let the uh, COVID uh, dry your bank account up. Go on, go out there and use y'all talents. All right, let's see. This is from Rebecca, dear Rod and Karen. I hope you uh both like the arrangement i made this for you guys to wow you really you made this yourself and that's what i said and it's gorgeous baby to celebrate your 10th anniversary and also as a thank you for your reading rainbow segment i started this in january and i just finished it uh this weekend wow, wow. she worked on this till july 12. wow wow this is thank Thank you you, baby it is beautiful because i was like oh roger this is gorgeous i really love your show and i wanted to make uh your you something that reflected that uh you you highlight so many causes and speak your hearts it's refreshing and i can't thank you enough for what you two do happy anniversary and i look forward to what the next decade can bring you sincerely rebecca m thank you oh wait she wrote something on the back uh, directions for care compressed air works best for removing dust wet cloth can be used as well petals and leaves can be gently uh molded back into place the tech the technique is called french beaded flowers beads and wire constructed into flowers easy care and last forever thank you that yeah i'll replace the succulents i've killed with this okay yes it's, it's gorgeous it even have a little butterfly on it it's so yeah. pretty and it's bright and got so many colors on it baby you made my types of plants man this is so random that y'all decided to send us all this shit right i definitely don't think anything happened i guess the 10 year anniversary i guess that must have been it i don't know i really i don't know why people this is it's like we went to the mailbox on a random wednesday and they was like oh y'all got a lot of shit we was like for what (laughs) what happened (laughs) it's not christmas Mm -mm. like is it juneteenth um so this one okay so is this card okay this is the card first of all check out this card like this uh black woman your excellence is necessary y'all see this can they see this yep y'all be coming with the mahogany cards <laughs> yeah uh, it's from dorcascreates.com <clears throat> so inside it says dear rod and karen i can't tell you how much i appreciate you both through the rona times these rona times and through the ongoing fuck shit of racism capitalism and the complexities of the social media frenzy in which we are all trying to process uh uh, heal and change your voices are your voices are full of sense and truth and humanity and comfort and i just want you to know that much uh know how much i learned from you from listening to your amazing peerless podcast of dreams oh amazing peerless podcast of dreams i like it put it on t-shirt i know right we fancy shout out to the three black owned businesses uh and three amazing artists whose vision is in this um package dorcas creates uh dorcas mag uh magbadello pto um made this card the two in the package are from at uh eclectic gift which is nicola mcguire and the amazing book which i feel speaks to the soul of episode 1559 the black woman uh shared universe or of the black guy who tells podcast uh is by at wild sugar s-u-g-a which is serena leah 
Saria, uh, I think this says Serena Mantle, maybe. Um, so, uh, oh, and then Serena also makes music as uh, Serena Leah. Okay, cool, man. Look at this. All right, yes. so then, oh wait, and there's another note in here too. Apologies for my awful writing. I, I'm no one's writing worse than mine. Uh, my awful writing sentence grammar failures. I hope y'all feel the love that is, that and that between the days and these very traumatic times you are both getting time to rest to pumpkin spice latte and live your best lives of course thank you so much i just love what you do so much lots of love from the uk felix thank you oh, felix thank you so the car was badass um oh my goodness what is is this like a print it's like a card of our own because if it is yeah. it's never getting sent out oh it's no just, it's, it's just not. ours now yeah but I think this is like a card of our own. This is some badass black art. Um, let me open this thing so y'all can see what I'm talking about. It ain't about. been sent nowhere. That's going to be forever. Yeah, because it comes with an envelope because I think you're supposed to mail it. Oh, babe, we ain't mailing this to nobody. Yeah, this is ours. Um, this ain't being mailed to nobody. Look at this. A woman in a head wrap. Wow. And then it got this one with the sister with the fro. Can y'all see it? Yes like the one with the fro is beautiful look how big that damn fro is oh my god and then um the last one is uh serena mantle who said uh women and patterns and plants a self-care coloring book first of all look at this cover mm-hmm. right oh all this blackness and, and, and roger going through therapy he got him some color pencils so i guess i'll be coloring beside you now yeah you definitely welcome to color with me yeah i love i mean coloring is very relaxing it is she oh she weaves soft strong bones in wild moonlight roars mystic songs her home the forest and then they i guess like so on one side you got the the stand and then on the other one you got the picture to color in oh man this is dope the power of intention what five things are you wishing to manifest into your life and then you write that on one side and you color on the other side man Aww. y'all really y'all some thoughtful motherfuckers y'all be finding the blackity black 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 <laughs> shit i'm like i didn't even know this existed i was like is it mahogany i don't know that's what we call it in the states and uh you know i i want to first of all thank y'all for you know because we didn't ask for anything but mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all doing that mm-hmm. so obviously i want to thank y'all um but then secondly i gotta condemn condemn all this because this ain't nothing but black capitalism you can't fool me player you think i didn't see what you just did you spent money to give to these blacks so that they can capitalize off of having some money in these covid times and you know i'm not with that bullshit Don't you not slick no okay beyonce Try, and the NAACP tried to combine to give black people, black, black small businesses some loans. And you know what I did? I applied for one. And I got approved. And then I turned it down. I said, I don't want your fucking capitalist sweat, uh, kidnapping money. Okay? You're not going to get me, baby. I'm too woke. I'd rather be on these streets and keep my purity and let all you people with money that's black feel compromised while I'm just morally pure, laying in the middle of the street, homeless. But at least I have my integrity, Felix. Nice try. Anyway, we'll talk to the rest of y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to y'all Thank later. Thank you, everybody. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.